Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, you cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Own Opportunity 9646 who says, Am I the asshole for not giving my mum a key to my girlfriend and I's place? Now, automatically, I want to say no to this, but let's read the story to find out what happens. Throw away because my place of work is on my original account. I, 25 male, have been dating my girlfriend, Lacey, 24 female, for six years. We met when she was a freshman because she became friends with one of my close friends and I was enamored with her immediately after seeing her. After a couple of years of saving, we decided we wanted to take the next step and buy a house together. Nothing big, just like an apartment or a townhouse. With the help of Lacey's father, we purchased a townhouse a month ago. Now for some background. That led to my decision not to give my mum a key. My mother has never liked Lacey. There was and is always a complaint. Her dyed hair, her revealing clothes, her clothing style, her facial piercings, her tattoos, etc. The most recent complaint is that Lacey only works a few... The most recent complaint is that Lacey only works a few part-time hours while I work full-time. Lacey is a PhD neuroscience student. But even if she wasn't a student, it's not her business how our dynamic works. If she can't act amicably towards my other half, who has been nothing but kind to her, then I don't want her to have an access because I know she will intrude. On to the issue. Two weeks ago, we held a housewarming party for our parents after we were mostly settled in. After dinner, while we were all drinking coffee in the living room, my mum asked me when she would be getting an emergency key. I told her we gave it to our friends because they are closest. That's a lie. We gave one to Lacey's parents. She got upset, saying emergency keys are for family only and she needs one. I told her she didn't need one and if something happened, my friends had access. I could tell it upset her, but she stopped. The next day, I got a call from her, and when I answered, she was wailing, saying she knew Lacey was up to this. I told her it was both of our decisions to give the key to our friends, and that Lacey isn't an evil villain conspiring against her. She then switched to anger, saying I can't cover for her all the time, to which I hung up. Ever since, I have been getting guilt-trippy texts from my mother and my father about me breaking her heart because I'm shutting her out. Am I the asshole? Is it really that bad? She does not have a key. And we do have a couple of updates on this post and then a full update afterwards. Now we've had stories like with these emergency key situations in the past where a parent is demanding a key to the place and it's always worrying, isn't it? When they're so insistent that they want a key to your place, it's like 
Now, why do you want it? If it's for emergencies, why does it matter if I've given it to a friend or someone like that? Why do you think you should have it? Why is it only family should have emergency keys and you're breaking her heart because of it? It's not about the emergency at all. It's about either control or she just wants to go in your house and have a little snoop around when you're not there. And it would be absolutely horrible for your girlfriend as well to have someone that clearly doesn't like her have a key to her place, her safe place. That certainly wouldn't make me feel comfortable. So I'm just really hoping OP in this story doesn't back down to his mother in this one. But Stormy McGee says not the asshole. Give her a fake key and I guarantee 100% she'll be complaining within days about her emergency key not working. OP replied to that saying, I would except I know my mum would backfire on Lacey which isn't fair to her. To which Alice Headband replies that saying, oh sweetheart, I know you think you're protecting Lacey and trying to not hurt your mum's feelings but that fence you're sitting on is getting rocky. Your mother is forcing you to make a choice here and I would suggest you realize this quickly and pick a side. Go check out the Just No Mother-in-Law subreddit and all the other mother-in-law subs. The behavior your mother is showing will escalate unless you shut her down hard. You need to stop her in her tracks when she blames Lacey and start telling her these things are your choice because you do not accept the way she is treating your partner. No, mum, I, on my own, decided you will not get a key because you treat my partner horribly and this is your consequence. When you start treating her properly, we can discuss this again. It's gonna be rough, but it will be worth it in the end and Lacey will be much happier. Build a bridge says not the arsehole, but please know you would be the arsehole if you gave your mother a key at this point. Adult temper tantrums like this are unacceptable and your boundary is beyond reasonable. I hope it's clear to you, but it's very clear to me that this has nothing to do with an emergency key and everything to do with your mum being unable to get what she wants. MM172 says not the arsehole, your mother is doing an excellent job of demonstrating why you should never give her a key under any circumstances. In fact, you should probably warn building security about her in case she tries to go around you because there is no damn way she's worried about emergencies and not either digging up dirt on Lacey or simply making her feel unwelcome in her own home. And while I'm sure you get plenty of r slash just no mother-in-law recommendations, if you didn't craft this story based on the ones already there, please take a good long read because I'm betting you'll spot a lot of familiar behaviors. OP responds saying, I've seen some stuff from just no mother-in-law, but not a lot. And honestly, I don't even need to read it to know. I have known my mum is toxic since I developed critical thinking skills as a teenager. It has always been like this, sadly. Major Barnacle says, honestly, her insistence is concerning. My parents live like a mile from me, love my husband and don't have a key. There just aren't that many emergencies. We do have a lockbox and happily give out the code in all those horrific emergency situations. That so far are usually just me forgetting my laptop at home on Mondays and begging my poor retired parents to go get it. Yep, that happens. Not the arsehole. Mishka says, not the arsehole. Her anger and insistence are crossing boundaries. Why does she want a key so bad? So she can sneak in, get rid of girlfriend's belongings she doesn't approve of, rearrange the house, snoop? She does not need a key and her behavior shows it. Opie responds saying, I know my mother like the back of my hand. She had a million percent use it to snoop. Not my things, Lacey's things, and then probably have a meltdown when she finds grown woman items in a grown woman's closet. Then OP edits this post which says, well, I took the advice of the comments. I text my mum something along the lines of, 
No, you will not begin the key and that is my decision alone based on your treatment of Lacey through our entire relationship. I do not want to make her feel unwelcome in a home that she also owns. You and I both know that you will go snooping and show up uninvited and I will not tolerate that. You need to let go of this competition between you and Lacey because I will always choose Lacey. But much longer. I'm getting chewed out, but the alternative is my girlfriend and I walked all over, so... Edit 2. I tried to talk to my dad about it since my mum is just on an angry rampage. No luck. My mother has escalated to calling and texting Lacey to insult her, so I'm blocking them both for now. I sent my mum a final text letting her know I was disappointed that she couldn't consider anyone else's feelings but hers. And if I decided to reach out again, it would be on my time and I wouldn't hesitate to reblock if she spoke to Lacey like that again. So then OP goes on to update the post, which says to say that this month has been a shit show is an understatement. I really didn't think I would need to update beyond the ones on my original post, but here we are. As per my original post, I and my partner have been struggling with my mum crossing boundaries and more specifically badgering me for a key to our new home. I got a message on Facebook from my uncle around two-ish weeks ago that my mother was in tears, couldn't sleep and was a mess. He said that she has tried to contact me but since I blocked her on everything, it wasn't possible. She wanted to invite us over for an apology dinner. Later, when Lacey returned home from work, I showed her the text and told her it's up to her whether we go or not as she is the one who was wronged by my mum. Lacey told me since it was my mother, she wanted to give her another chance but if my mum did something like this ever again, she was done. I unblocked my mum and we talked and set up a dinner at her place. When we first arrived, everything was fine. My mum was being respectful and halfway through dinner gave a sincere apology to Lacey. Lacey responded that she appreciated and accepted her apology. My mum's face went sour and she asked, are you also not going to apologize to me? Lacey said that she had nothing to apologize for. For some reason, this triggered a massive meltdown on my mum's end. She started screaming incoherently that this is what she was talking about and she was tired of seeing my son be with a she-devil. Lacey got up, thanked them for the meal and walked out. I quickly followed behind her as my mum stormed after us, shouting insults with my dad, trying to stop her, attracting the attention of her other neighbors who now think she's probably crazy. So as the comments originally suggested, we are back at square one with them blocked, most likely indefinitely. I would love to leave my dad unblocked, but I know he'd let my mum contact me. Thank you to everyone who commented. I truly wish I could have provided a more happy update. Edit, some of your comments about my dad have made me a lot more worried about what he's possibly dealing with at home. I'm going to talk to Lacey to see if she's comfortable with me reaching out for my dad alone at his work email, since I know it's less likely for my mum to have access to that. And you apologize for not having a happy update or being able to provide a more happy update to this one, but in some ways to me, I couldn't see it happening in any other way. You could see your mum's behavior from the first post. It was only going to escalate in the second one. And I just struggle with people's attitudes like that. You know, they had this opportunity to properly, sincerely apologize and hopefully rebuild those bridges that they destroyed over time. And they couldn't even last, what was it, barely an hour by the sounds of it at a meal without having to rock the boat again, asking for an apology for something that girlfriend had nothing to apologize for to begin with. And I gotta be honest, when the contact came in for saying that they wanted to have a dinner to apologize, my first thought was, well, Admiral Akbar popped into my head. It's a trap. (laughs) 
But now I turn this one to you guys. What's your key situation at your house? Do you have an emergency key that you share with your friends or in-laws or parents? Let us know down in the comments below. And have you ever had any issues with it? Let us know and let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And our next story comes from Christmas Party Help, who says, Am I the asshole for not forcing my parents to invite my fiancé to their upcoming Christmas party? Christmas in my 28-male family is a big deal. My parents' holiday parties are pretty extravagant and beyond family. Only a selected few get invites. This includes close friends and neighbors. My siblings and I can make suggestions, but it's our parents' party at the end of the day, which means their decisions are final. My parents also happen to be notoriously hard to impress. A few of my friends have made the invite list for the party before, but slowly I've gotten older and lost touch with people. That list has dwindled down to just my longtime best friend and former roommate, Jordan, 32 male. We grew up in the same neighborhood and he has worked at my dad's company for the majority of his 20s. While he's my friend first and foremost, he's clearly also a friend of the family. My parents love him and have since we met when I was 15 and he was 19. I got engaged in September after dating my fiance, 29 female, for around a year and a half. She wasn't put on the guest list last year and she didn't see it as a problem since she was busy with her own family festivities. I hadn't really put much thought into what might happen this year besides a brief mention to my parents about adding her sometime last month. As always, my parents emailed my siblings and I the final guest list on November 1st in order for us to look over it and give our thoughts as they finalize final numbers in preparation to send out invitations and RSVPs. As I looked over it this morning, I noticed my fiancé's name wasn't on there. An important note is that the party isn't the only Christmas celebration had. I also stay with my family on Christmas night in order to open presents the next morning, and all significant others are invited to that. I told this to my fiancé and she was livid. She said it was beyond disrespectful that Jordan got an invite but she didn't, and that I needed to stand up to my parents. I told her it was their party and they had their final say but that Christmas festivities would still happen. It just gave her time with her own family again. Am I the asshole? ETA, after texting them for a reason she was left out, my mum told me that multiple people had expressed distaste for her in the past and that she was trying to minimize the amount of negativity and drama as much as she could. If I had to guess, I know who these people are. My sister and Jordan, have both had slightly unpleasant interactions with my fiance in the past where she claimed they were both stuck up i now feel even more caught in the middle and look your parents can invite whoever the hell they want to their little get together i gotta say it sounds all a bit weird to me but i don't know i'm not gonna go too much into that 
But this just isn't anyone we're talking about here. This is your fiance. Someone that I'm guessing you're planning to spend the rest of your life with. And now your family's choosing to not include her in family festivities, which just seems so bloody rude to me. Take a step back and imagine if this was the other way around and her family was doing this to you. How would you feel about that? If I was in the girlfriend's shoes and this happened to me, I don't think I would want to be around these people ever again. They don't respect me. They're not showing me any respect. Why would I give them that back? Because I guarantee they're going to expect invites for your wedding. And is she going to want them there? I don't think I would. But 86 Max says you're the arsehole. Your parents have the right to invite whomever they want, but they are choosing to be incredibly disrespectful to your fiance. If they don't think your future wife warrants an invite, you should not go. Your information, notoriously hard to impress, is a euphemism for arseholes. Darmok Ninja says you're the arsehole. You really don't see the problem here. If you don't want to fight your parents on their guest list, then you better not be going either. This is the woman you supposedly want to spend the rest of your life with. The time for split holidays is over, unless you both agree otherwise. Also, this party sounds pretentious as hell. Ifashbu says, you're the arsehole. Your fiance doesn't make the cut. Wow. Time to decide who is your family going forward. The person you plan to spend the rest of your life with or mummy and daddy. Stoney says, you're the arsehole. What am I even reading? Is this a Kardashian's episode? I'm surprised it's just your sister and Jordan who are the only ones she admitted to stuck up. You all sound like nightmares and quite frankly, what a disgusting Christmas tradition. This is not what Christmas is about from a religious, spiritual or even hallmark standard. Absolutely shame on you and your family. Newsflash, marriage will mean that your wife is your family now and yeah, above your parents or siblings. She comes with or you should not be going, period. You sir need to grow up. You sound like a teenager and quite frankly, your fiance sounds like she showed some class by choosing the words stuck up. Whereas I, in this thread, will make the presumptive bet that they are assholes. And one more comment from Tehotli Sound who says you're the asshole. This reads like the start of a Hallmark movie. Someone let me know when we get to the part where Opie's fiance goes home alone for Christmas to a small hometown to stay with her family and reconnects with her high school ex who's now a handsome and sensitive fireman with an appropriately adorable dog. <laughs> then she'll discover true love, dump her rude big city fiance with a stuck-up family she was never good enough for and find the real meaning of Christmas while saving the local Christmas tree farm or whatever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched the Hallmark movie. I really got to get into them. <laughs> but what do you guys make of this one? What would you say to OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Yardwork Jerk who says, am I the asshole for refusing to rake my neighbor's leaves? I'm 18. I go to community college and live at home. I enjoy working in the yard. So I cut my parents grass, shovel snow, or this time of year, rake. We have a next-door neighbor, Trudy. She's in her 40s, I think. When I was younger, Trudy was always difficult. When I was a kid playing in my parents' yard with my friends and we accidentally hit or kicked the ball into her yard, she'd have a fit, even though it wasn't anywhere near her house. We didn't run through her yard or anything either, just went to bring the ball back. When I was in high school, she'd tell my parents on me about stuff that they already knew, like I was allowed to stay out till midnight or 1 a.m., I can't remember exactly, the night of homecoming. The next morning, she came over to tell my mum she'd seen me sneaking in late. She'd done other stuff, but I don't feel like writing a book. 
Now that I'm grown, she has tried having a friendly conversation with me just if we cross paths outside, but I'm always very short with her because she's a nosy tattletale. I guess her husband and her are divorcing. Shocker. I was out raking Sunday and she was walking to her car and said, hey, do you mind when you're done? And I ignored her. Monday, she caught me coming home from school and asked if I'd be able to rake her yard. I said, sure, but it'd be like 20 to 30 bucks. She said, I meant just do it as a favor. I said, oh, then no, and went inside. I guess she'd said something to my mum, and my mum said I should do it to help her out. I said, no, I'm not helping out someone that acted like that when I was a kid, and besides, she doesn't do anything for me, so. My mum said that her husband isn't around anymore to do that stuff, and Trudy needs help. That it'd be a good way to build bridges and show maturity. I said, no, I don't want to build a bridge with her, and I'd rather she thinks I'm immature and she'll leave me alone. I have nothing to say to her anyway. My mum said I'm being stubborn and should do it for her if I don't do it for Trudy. Am I the asshole for refusing? I don't want to help someone that was always trying to get me in trouble. Cool, and this one brought back a memory when I was young around the area. You know, I've spoken about the area a few times. Council estate, and it's surrounded by sort of like, um, we used to call them posh houses. I imagine they're worth quite a bit now, but... And there's this one woman in particular that used to park her car because it was a council estate. There's usually a couple of car parks in the middle. She used to park her car there. And this woman was an absolute arsehole to us anyway. She would walk from her house, which is on the edge. Then she'd come through the middle of our estate and just look at us and stare at us to see what we were doing, if we were up to any mischief or anything like that, and report it to various places if we were. I mean, we never were, but you'd occasionally get the police come round after she had been around police would come around on their bikes or whatever and just sort of scout around see if we was up to anything i think she'd like reporters for like loitering and things like that hence this one earned the nickname of border patrol she used to have this big long red rain jacket and like short curly hair and she would walk in like a little hunch and she'd like she'd shuffle through the estate and she'd just stare at you she wouldn't back down i mean it was an evil look she gave you and she'd done this for years and she had this old red car. I think it was a Renault 4 they're called. You have to Google it if you want to see a picture of it. Not really relevant to the story anyway. She knew one of my brothers worked on cars and, and done various things like that because she seemed to know everything about the area. And one day she came out and her tire was flat. It wasn't caused by any one of us, by the way, just to throw that out there. But we was all sitting around outside one of our friend's house playing Pogs or Go-Go's or something that was going on at that particular time. And she comes up to me all sickly sweet and I was pretty young by then. I, I can never remember the ages of what would this happen. It was all sort of a blur between like 8 and 12. But sickly sweet says, oh, could you get your brother to come help me fix my tire? And at first I just replied with a simple no because I was a, you know, cheeky little so-and-so back then. and got a laugh at the gang. But then she insistently asked. So I said, okay, I'll go and ask him. And I went and asked and she sort of followed me to the outside of our house brother was sat in the kitchen which was on the front of the house and the window was open so she could hear and i said um i just went up to my brother i said you know border patrol wants you to fix her tire and he went what the nosy little so-and-so he didn't say so-and-so he said something a bit stronger than that and in that moment she walked off <laughs> i think she had realized she wasn't gonna get any help that day and usually you know my brother would help anyone out and i kind of just assumed it was the reputation this person got through our little group of friends but apparently is a lot wider spread because I found out that she used to report them for stuff when they were younger, like totally unfounded stuff and the police would turn up and nothing would happen time and time again. But yeah, that was just another little character around the estate that I've gone off, totally off on again. But to me, you're not the arsehole in this. If your mum's saying do it for her. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Your mum's quite capable of using a rake, isn't she? She can go and do it. Not the arsehole, but let me know what you guys think down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I'll see each and every one of you cheeky little so-and-sos in the next one. <laughs> much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn.